Hello and welcome to Small Town Big Business, a podcast about big business in rural middle America. I'm your co-host, Deb Barnett. I'm also the executive director for Southern Illinois Now, which is a 17-county uh, economic development initiative right here in Southern Illinois to attract new residents, new businesses, and really advance our region as a great place to live and work and to do business. Yeah, and I'm Russell Williams. I'm director of Ethos, small business incubator, co-working spaces, training and development here in Marion, Illinois. Welcome to the Citadel building, historic building here on our Tower Square Plaza. Thank you for joining us and thank you for our sponsors. And that includes Arcadia Wealth Group, Black Diamond Harley-Davidson and RV, Fowler Heating and Cooling, Swinford Media Group, the Watermark Auto Group Foundation, and our producers at Union Street Arts. And you can subscribe to our podcast on your favorite platform. And also you can listen and watch on our YouTube channel. Just search Small Town Big Business and subscribe for free so you don't miss any upcoming episodes. Uh, if you're joining us for the first time, we interview small business owners and founders about why and how they are so successful and thriving in small towns like right here in Marion, Illinois, that is just beautiful today and hustling and bustling right here at Tower Square, um, but also small towns across Southern Illinois and, and throughout the Midwest. Today we're going to take a little bit of a detour because we have Christopher Swims with us today and you have worked with some of our youngest entrepreneurs, so Absolutely. I want to talk to you about that today, but first of all, welcome. Well, thank you so much for having me on. I greatly appreciate it and honored to be here. Awesome. Yeah, we're very excited to talk about your work with young entrepreneurs, and I first want to start um, with having you tell us a little bit about Jackson CEO, which is the program that you worked with entrepreneurs yes. through, and just tell us a little bit yes. about that. So Jackson CEO, CEO stands for Creating Entrepreneur Opportunities. It started back in Effingham a few years ago uh, by the late Craig Livall. He's known as the architect of CEO. Um, short, long story short, he had an idea. He was a high school music teacher, had an idea to create opportunities for some of the students there to have more hands-on experience into entrepreneurship. He went to the school board and said, hey, I have an idea. I want to do this program. I think it'd be great. They said, hey, we don't have the money to be able to do it. He said, so if I have the money, I can be able to do the program. They mm -hmm. say yes. So he went, came back with the funds, and now CEO started in Effingham, and it is literally going all over the country. I can't remember how many programs we have now, but I know it's some in Minnesota, um, Arizona, Illinois. It is just growing and thriving all over the place. It's an amazing opportunity for juniors and seniors that are in high school to be able to get the experience of doing entrepreneurship, speaking and talking to founders and speaking and talking to entrepreneurs and just hearing their story. It's great for them to be able to hear the story of individuals that are right here in their neighborhood versus someone of a Fortune 500 company that may be in a city, their experiences are different there. Well, how they may have gotten started is different, but being right here um, in their area, in their community, in their city, offers them just the, the opportunities of a lifetime, just gaining wisdom from their experience. So it's a program that they have to apply for from their high school. So Jackson CEO was made up of four high schools, Carbondale Community High School, Murfreesboro High School, um, Trico High School, and Navarro High School. And those are all in Jackson County, all Illinois, Jackson so County. Jackson yes. CEO. Yes. Okay. So, but when it comes to our business tours and guest speakers, they're from all over Southern Illinois. So we try mm -hmm. to hit in those areas, not just Carbondale and Marion, but also in Navarro 
Colorado, Elkville, um, Campbell Hill area, area, Ava area, um, hidden in some of those places as well, so that those that are in Carbondale and Murfreesboro can be exposed to what's going on in those areas as well. Okay. Um, so we meet Monday through Friday, 7.30 to 9 a.m. It's professional mm-hmm. dress every wow. day. Um, so they, they're learning soft business skills, you know, speaking to someone uh, when you shake their hands, looking them in the face, so different mm-hmm. things like that, public speaking. Um, it was so great. This is my going into my second year, but my first year, mm-hmm. it was great to be able to see the change and transformation from August all the way until May. Some who mm-hmm. never would have spoke to anybody publicly, they have the confidence to stand and to share um, their pitch about their business, their, to share about their um, business endeavor. It was great just to be able to see them stand with the confidence to speak um, to other individuals that, did, that they didn't know, make a small talk with people that they didn't know, mm-hmm. and not having that awkward silence when you're amongst other people that sure. you don't know. So it's just, they've learned, they've learned and grown so much over not even a year's time span. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Christopher. Before we talk more about the program, tell us about yourself and how did you get tied into being a facilitator, yeah. your background? Yeah, so I am originally from Chicago, came here 20 years ago to go to SIU, um, graduated and started pastoring Hopewell Missionary Baptist Church um, and have been here ever since. So I have a wife, my wife and I, we've been married come August, to be 11 years. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have two daughters, Karenton, seven, and Kennedy, who's four. Mm-hmm. And so we have developed some Big roots here in Southern Illinois, so it has definitely become home. And so my wife, speaking about that with the program, my wife, someone has sent it to her. She said, hey, I think you should do it. You should apply for it. And I'm looking at the qualifications and, mm-hmm. you know, having experience in entrepreneurship and business. I said, honey, I know I've never started a business. She said, I think you should apply. So I applied for it. Went for the interview, um, got it. Uh, my predecessor, Nick Scobar, which was great. He has been awesome and helped me to navigate through my first year. Mm-hmm. Um, did it, and I love it. I love it. It, ha- it has exposed me to Southern Illinois and seeing different things that I had never seen before, meeting people that I had never met before, and it really allowed me to have a greater love and appreciation for Southern Illinois. I tell the young professionals that, hey, you don't have to stay here forever, but you can start here. Southern Mm -hmm. Illinois is a good place for you to be able to get started with your ideas and with your businesses and just sharing with them that entrepreneurship, the end goal, yes, is for you to work for yourself and um, to do what you love, but it's also making sure that whatever it is, your product, your service, um, that you love it and that you want to be able to make an impact. So I encourage them once we get started with the individual businesses to think about your area, think about where you live at, think about your town, think about your community. What's missing? What's a problem that you have, on a problem that they have that you may have the solution through an idea, through a product, through a service that can be able to help. Not just make you money, that's good, but they can be able to help and make a difference in where you live. Um, And so that really challenged them to really think beyond just surface things, but just really one one, one of the young professionals, um, he had an idea. He's from the Ava Campbell Hill area. And so he had an idea for grocery delivery service because no one will come to that area. Very and rural, so, very yes, rural very area. Very rural area, so no yes. one would deliver to that area. And so he used the members from his church as test customers to see, hey, is this something you would like? And so he has taken, and I'm hoping um, that he will continue on with it because it fits, it, 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 it meets a need. It meets mm-hmm. a need in the area. Uh, people that are busy, you know, having to go to the store if you have kids, you know, you end up, your budget can save $50, but you'll come out spending 2000 because your kids <laughs> are seeing everything that they want, putting in the 
cart that you didn't even realize was in the cart right. until you get to the counter. Um, and so it's easy to be able to have groceries being delivered through the house. We use it all the time. Busy day. I'm getting home late. Wife getting home late. Having groceries delivered to the house. And so he met a need that he has met some amazing people. Um, and it serves this community well. So those are those are just one of the ways of how um, the CEO program really challenged them to be able to see beyond just where they are, to be able to see the bigger picture of everything. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Have you found that there's a great connection with the purpose that you have as a pastor? You know, you know your what why you do what yes. you do. Yes. To, did you find it now in in facilitating? Yeah, yeah, yeah absolutely. You know, I've always I've worked in education. Um, for over a decade now as a substitute teacher and then um, in other areas and just seeing to be able to help the younger generation in helping to find focus and purpose in where they're headed and where they're going. You know, I may not speak about Jesus or quote scriptures and whatever mm -hmm. I'm talking to them, but it's still in the same way, this quote unquote discipleship and leading yeah. them in the direction and helping yeah. them and guiding them um, to be able to see, Hey, this is where you are. You can make a difference. Right. And so many of them were planning to some of the seniors, they had been maybe possibly thinking about going away for school, but because of the program, they decided to stay here right. and they're going to Johnny Logan. They're going to SIU because they're seeing, having been exposed to Southern Illinois, hey, there's a lot that I can be, I don't have to stay here forever, but I can get started here right. and do something that can be able to make an impact and be That's able to make awesome. a difference. Well, I know about your church too, Hopewell and Carbondale. I think there's an entrepreneurial spirit in that church mm -hmm. ministry that you know, ties into mm -hmm. what you're doing now. Mm -hmm. So I think that's awesome. Absolutely. Absolutely. I think you've hit on this a little bit, Christopher, but why is entrepreneurship important for these students? You mentioned they, you're starting at 730 in the morning. Yeah. Some of them are driving yeah, 15, are driving. 20, 30 minutes to get Some 30, 40 minutes to uh, get to Murfreesboro. Yeah. To that place. And they're also balancing that with all the other demands. Yeah. I mean, kids have a lot of demands on yeah. their lives now. Yeah. Um, they're required classes. Maybe they yeah. work outside athletic all yeah. those things. So why is this important? This is the introduction for them learning time management. They've learned. So part of the program is they have um, a class business. So each class would develop a business. My job was clearly to facilitate. They This past class, they did a murder mystery dinner um, at Route 51 in Elkville. It was amazing. They had over 200 people in attendance. It was awesome. But they had to put together everything. Okay, if we're and my job was just really just to ask questions to really get them to thinking deeper about it. Okay, hey, you guys want to do a murder mystery dinner? Okay, so are we going to hire a company to come in to do it? Oh, yeah, we're going to do that. How much does it cost? Mm -hmm. They do the research and realize, man, it's like $1,000, $2,000 to do it. What else can we do? Oh, we can get... Um, uh, we can get the items off of Amazon. Okay, how much do they cost? How many do you need? How many people are you expecting? Hey, how are we going to pay for it? <laughs> we got to go out and get sponsors to be able to do it. Yes. Okay, you have to make it worth their while to invest into your um, into your business. So what are you going to offer them to be able to do that? And so they had to meet with the caterer. They talked with the caterer about the prices, about the menu. Oh, we want to have dessert. We don't want them to do it. But are you are you allowed to bring in an outside vendor to come into the establishment? You got to ask those questions. And so they really had to think through. They had to make a decision as a class and realize. And from that, they were able to learn, okay, hey, just because it's not my idea and I think my idea is better, 
I don't have to trash somebody else's idea. Mm -hmm. I have to be open to be able to hear what they're saying because we are a team. Mm -hmm. So they're learning how, and I I, I told them from the very beginning, for the rest of your life, even if you are an entrepreneur, you're going to have to work with other people. Mm -hmm. You're going to have to work with other people that you may not necessarily like, may not agree with, but you're going to have to work with them. You're going to have to find some level ground where you all can be able to agree to disagree. And sometimes you're having to learn how to... My idea may be great, but I may have to step back and let somebody else lead. Mm-hmm. Okay, I see there is no leadership. I may have to step up and take on leadership in doing something else. And so through all of that, they were able to learn and they saw the fruits of their labor because they were having to, I think the day of our murder mystery dinner, uh, one of the young professionals, he had a bowling tournament. So he literally drove from his bowling tournament, came to Route 51, went in the bathroom and changed clothes to get ready for the dinner but his teammates were holding him down until he got there they were supportive of him and so mm-hmm. they were showing the whole team effort in getting everything done now they bickered and, and argued you know in the process of that but they were able at the end to see the fruits of their labor and to see man like we put together a real event yeah. that brought real people and generated real money yeah and so they were able to see what they were mm-hmm. able to do together as a team. So it was amazing. And the whole point was that no one, even during the dinner, no one knew. Someone said, wait a minute, that has to be some adult that's helping them. No one knew who I was because it wasn't about me being known. It was about mm-hmm. them. So they had to handle stuff. They were realizing something at the end that they needed. Hey, if I go to the store to get this, will I be able to get reimbursed? Yep, just bring me the receipt. Yeah, so they were learning awesome. how to think quick. Yeah. Uh, one of the guys, they had bought a karaoke speaker but it wasn't loud enough in the space that we had. And so it was like, man, Mr. Swims, I think I should go and ask the owner, but I think that he may charge us for it. I said, hey, you'll never know until you ask. So he went and talked to the owner, bought the speaker out. He didn't charge us for it, set it up, do all of that stuff. And I told him that's, you have to be quick on your feet in thinking about navigating. Leaders solve issues. Leaders solve problems. So, mm-hmm. hey, when you're there and you're in leadership, you have to solve the problem. You got to think quick. Got to be able to make a mm-hmm. the decision and knowing, okay, it may cost us. We'll take care of that at the end. But this is what we have to do for right now. So mm-hmm. they were able to do all of that. And I was just so proud of them. Amazing so life skills. Yeah. yeah. And so, and, and that's the thing. They're learning things. And even our last day in class, I told them, take everything that you have learned over these past few months and you can still use it in life later on. Mm-hmm. You're right. going to see somewhere down the road where, hey, what he, oh, he did say this. He said this was going to happen, that you can be able to use that in everyday life. Right. Well, I love that transformation that you see in the program too, because I've been able to visit and, and talk with mm-hmm. the CEO programs. Talk about who else gets involved in this program because you do invite business leaders yes. and, and community leaders yes. to yes. come in and yes. speak and maybe do some training and exercises yes. with them. Yes. Talk about who you've had and what benefits they yep. have. So we've had representatives from the banks to come, not just talk about personal uh, business finance, but personal finance, you know, credit card debt, keeping your account, you know, navigating through all of those different things, making sure that as they start their business to have separate accounts, personal account, business account, mm-hmm. and never allowing the two to be two, able to come together. Two, po- two pockets. Right, yep. because then you yep. end up having some issues later on because you don't know what's personal, you don't know what's mm-hmm. business. Um, so that 
one probably one of the most impactful um, speakers that we have had. All of them have been been great, and one that I can think of is Elizabeth Struess from Eclairs mm-hmm. um, in Carbondale. She came in, uh, and we just we call her the unofficial auntie of CEO. She's just <laughs> amazing. She's awesome, and so she came in and she shared. We you know we went to her. We toured her business, and she shared with us about um, a business that she had that. It didn't go the way that she thought that it was going to go. And so they had to close it. She was very transparent in sharing that and how, you know, wrestling with the whole idea of being a failure because of that and the mistakes and different things like that. And I told them, I said, this is real life entrepreneurship. This is real life entrepreneurship that some things you won't know until you do it. That you'll realize, okay, I didn't realize that cost me more. I didn't make anything from it. Making a decision, do I continue on and invest more money knowing that there will be no return on it? Or do I just shut it down and start over and possibly come back with it with a new mindset, a new perspective on it? Um, Just her insight and her transparency to be able to share was just amazing for them to be able to see this is what real entrepreneurship look like mm-hmm. that you may they have to learn just even with individual business so once they get done with the class business then they move into individual businesses where they develop their own business they develop business plans we sit down with bankers bankers ask them questions about their business plans and they get loans so part of the money that they get from the um, class business will be distributed amongst the class for the individual business. So they may ask for a certain amount, and so they sit down with the bank. It's like a real-life thing. Bankers would ask them different questions about it, and they will determine if, okay, full loan, partial loan, no loan at all. Um, and so they really had to go through and write out, think about their, um, project their finances. So they're learning all of these different things, all of these different skills that, um, they can use later on in life, but it gives them the introduction two, three, four, five years later on down the road from now, they know how to do it. Mm-hmm. And if they don't know how to do it, they have contacts to be able to contact people and to be able to network to be able to get the help that they need in doing what they desire to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and so um, having having the bankers come in, we've had representatives from SIU, Touch of Nature, I mean, just from all over a wide range of speakers and business visits, um, Penn Aluminum and Murfreesboro, um, Silk Warm, just different people, Forest Financial, just different people that have mm-hmm. come in and just really invested their time and their wisdom into them to open them up to the possibilities, uh, but to also to give them the behind-the-scenes behind the looks of how entrepreneurship works and what it really looks like. And for them knowing, you know, social media makes it glamorized and it's, it's nice. You mm-hmm. you pull up in your Bentley and you open up mm-hmm. your door and you walk into <laughs> your office and there's three assistants there and you pop your feet up on the desk that's not real life. That's not real reality. There's work that goes into it hours before your staff even gets there. Hours when they leave that you still have to put in mm-hmm. to put into the business. They've learned all of that. Um, you know, one thing came up that they were trying to figure out with, I think it was, it was the class business or individual business. Something was going on and they didn't know if they are going to have time. I said, you are either going to have to get up earlier before you go to school or you're gonna to have to go to bed late after practice, or you may have to miss practice mm-hmm. to do. I can't miss practice. I don't care how you do it, mm-hmm. but you got to get it done. Yeah. So you decide morning, in between classes, or in the evening. But it's your job to get it done. Yeah. This is your business. You are the CEO. 
And unfortunately, mm-hmm. right now, you have no other staff. So it's just you. So you mm-hmm. got to be able to get it done. That's good. That's, That's powerful. Awesome. That is so powerful. And they come out of the program so far ahead of the game. Like I'm thinking of a lot of adults listening yes. right now that are saying, I wish I would have had a program yeah. like yeah. that, right? Yeah. Or have yeah. one, you know, just for anyone wanting yeah. to start a business. Absolutely. It's so important. Absolutely. So you mentioned that you come from a background of, of course, you're a pastor, community leader, but you're not a business owner. No. So. No. What did you learn through this process? Sort of what was most surprising to you? You know, I think it was just the, I think what was so good for me was just the beauty of Southern Illinois and just Mm -hmm. everything that Southern Illinois has to offer that they, some of them we went on, we went to the um, School of Business, College of Business at Mm -hmm. SIU, and that was their first time on campus. And they live here in Southern Illinois. And so just exposing them to, and myself being exposed to everything that Southern Illinois has to offer, the speakers that we've had, the mentors that they've had, mm. that has just been the biggest thing, just the people that, that make up Southern Illinois and the different things that are going on that they can be a part of um, and growing themselves, but then growing their potential businesses and future mm-hmm. businesses in the future as well. Yeah. Now, these students do have a mentor. That's part of the program? Yes, they have a mentor. Everyone is put with the mentor. We pretty much do a two-to-one, um, two students-to-one mentor, um, and they we have mentor day once a month. Uh, where they come there, and they are doing different um, icebreakers and exercises together, um, and some of them meet outside with meet with their young professional outside of class, uh, which they've just made amazing relationships. And then just to wrap up the program, we do a trade show where they come, um, they have booths with their businesses, with their services. And I just sat back so, because some some of them who would not speak above a two mm-hmm. in August, I saw them shaking hands with people and confidently sharing with them about their business and their and their plans, their present plans and their future plans. And I was just so proud because they've taken in everything and they were able to see that they were they they did this. Like mm-hmm. I, I told them, you guys came in as students, but you walked out of here as CEOs. Mm-hmm. Like you guys have started businesses you guys have started clothing lines you guys have started lawn care services you all have started um um graphic designs and vending machines sir i mean they they actually they did it and so they were really 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 proud of themselves and just kind of shocked some i don't think they realized you could do it one young man told me that ceo saved his life Mm-hmm. That he wasn't really a great student. He wasn't mm-hmm. really filling school and really doing well in school. But he has taken everything from CEO and have had, have thrived because of it. You know, yeah. he he came out there question trying to figure out, but now have confident plans about the future and what he wants to do because mm-hmm. of what the program has instilled within him and exposed him to. So for that, for me, that's if, if, if nobody else gained anything from that, for me, that's a win. Yeah. Him walking out with the plan of action, not just for now, but for the future yeah. of what he can do with his life. That's so good. And just the relationships that they built. You know, they mm-hmm. not only, you know, we have about, what, seven, eight months that they're together for 90 minutes every day. So they mm-hmm. built relationships. So they've supported each other in mm-hmm. different sporting events. And they've gone and supported one in football games, even though it might have been a, a rival game against mm-hmm. schools. But they went and supported the other. And just the relationships that they have built and the networking that they've that they've used to help each other um, and making things come together. It's just been great. It right. really has. And it's something that they would never 
they'll never forget. They'll never forget each other. They'll never forget that time together and what they have been exposed to and what they've learned. They'll never forget it. Right. That's awesome. Yeah. So they have mentors, but do you have a mentor or cheerleader, um, somebody that's helped you in the program? You mentioned Nick Skogard, but yeah. him, what do they add to you? Oh, man, Nick, just his wealth of experience from being the previous facilitator and just being open to be able to share, just, you know, not standing with the resources, but being open. Who he knew, I knew. You know, he would make mm-hmm. those introductions. Uh, probably one of my biggest cheerleaders through all of this has been my wife. Yeah. Uh, she has, she signed you up for yeah, it, right? she did. She gave, she gave me, she <laughs> But she knew what she was doing. Yeah. yeah, she knew what she was doing. And so balancing that means that, you know, we're up early in the morning, about five thirty, six o'clock, getting the girls ready for school. Mm-hmm. And I, as I'm leaving out the door, she's probably about another 15, 20 minutes behind me. But just doing I couldn't do it without her. You know, yeah. the sacrifices of getting up earlier so we can get the girls ready for school. She's dropping them off and different things like that. So she has been. You know, the biggest she litter. Um, you, you better mention her name absolutely. in case we did. Brittany, Brittany, you Brittany. are absolutely right. Um, and then Midland Institute, who is kind of oversees everything. Uh, we have a great, good board. Um, and you said they're out of Effingham, Illinois. Right. Midland's out of Effingham. Mm-hmm. And they have been awesome. Ryan Fathers and, and Christy have been great with just checking in and providing um training for first-year facilitators and helping us to navigate through everything. Um, so they have been awesome. They Good. really have been amazing. And the program really has appreciate. sponsors also. Yes, yeah, so we have investors. Investors. Um, and so okay. and if anyone that's watching, that's listening, if you <laughs> uh-huh. want to be an investor, you can email me at facilitator at jacksonceo.org. And so um, the goal is to have investors that will invest into the program um, $1,000 a year um, and helping us to be able to take care of salary calls and different things that come up with the program. And so um, I think it's a great investment for them to be able especially when they get the opportunity to come in and to see you can look at it you know look at it on facebook that's great but to come in to see to see it live in color i mean it's amazing to be able to see especially from start to finish and come in in the middle and just see the changes that have happened within them and how much they have grown how much they have developed um it's just amazing i would i would even they would joke with me and say that they know that part of the ceo experience is to leave every speaker with the with the wow experience that you know they've gotten to the point that when the speaker would come in they would see them they knew you go up and you shake their hands and you introducing yourself to them and then when they leave you go back and you shake their hands and you thank them because they're giving their time for free they're giving their wisdom they're giving their insight they're giving their life experience to you all so it's worth it it's honorable to thank them for it and so they would tell me that mrs williams now we're starting to do this at school when we walk into the classroom we're shaking our teacher's hand and then once we leave we're shaking our teacher's mm-hmm. hand i say it's coxp <laughs> you're giving them the wild experience uh, wherever you go so they they're They've learned that just what we've learned in in CEO, they're using it in other places yeah, as well, which is awesome. great. And then it so causes good. them to stand out from others. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Well, you you mentioned early on that you know this is a stepping stone that they may not always stay here, but I sure hope they some Me of them too. Me too. choose to stay I here. I do too. Right. Because and I, I know that you had a kind of a, a wow feeling when you came up here, and we were explaining what ethos is about. Yes. But I sure hope that some of them will find a place here in Southern Illinois yeah. and maybe partners like Ethos Absolutely. or the SBDC in Carbondale Absolutely. and Harrisburg might be able to provide some more Absolutely. support for them getting Absolutely. businesses started. Yeah, it was music to my to my ears when you mentioned earlier about how it really 
not only opened up the students' eyes to Southern Illinois and everything that's going on, but also your eyes. Yeah. But there are great things yes. happening here. Yes. So are there things that stood out most to you that, that you didn't know about the region or to the students that they were like, I had no idea that this was going on in yeah. Southern Illinois? I knew about um, SBDC, but I had no idea the magnitude of the impact and the resources there available. And so I'm so grateful and thankful that my Michael Jessup, who works there, is going now. He's on the board for Jackson CEO, mm-hmm. and so we've already been talking about plans. I'm like, hey, when it comes to developing business plans, we're gonna be here for a full week, just mm-hmm. walking them through and sharing with them and giving them, you know. And so um, them letting them know, hey, you're trying to get started with something. Hey, you don't have to think too hard. <laughs> mm-hmm. Come over here to SBDC. They can help you. They can coach you and go mm-hmm. and and get through all of that. So that has been, and I've been a champion and telling people about it. And SBDC, for those that don't know, Small Business Development Center, yes. funded by the Small Business Administration. They are all over the country. So yes. no matter where someone's listening, they can yes. find an SBDC yes. in their area. Yes. And so they are so resourceful. And so I've been sharing with people that I know that are starting out with businesses and not really sure what to do, where to go. I'm like, go over there and they would get you together. At no cost. At no cost. Yeah. And that's been the amazing part about it. And some that have gone in and, you know, spent money that they really did not have, did not know. And so just trying to be a champion to be able to share that with them, especially with people of color, letting them know of Mm -hmm. these options and these opportunities Mm -hmm. that are there to help them with their business development is is huge. That's good. Really big. That's good. So talk about this is your second year for the program. What is it looking like and what future things? How are, how are you seeing the, the future for oh, yeah. Jackson County? CEO Learned so program? much this first year. Took mm-hmm. so many notes of different things that I want to do. Um, part of the program is they have a national pitch competition where with all of the CEO groups from all over, we had three um, that submitted. Um, this year, um, they didn't get it, but I was proud of them. They were yeah. they were disappointed, of course. I think we all, I think we turned the TV off after we heard it. <laughs> <laughs> no, they wanted me to. I said, we're not going to do that. That's poor yeah. sportsmanship. So we celebrated <laughs> uh, with others. But one of the things that I do want to do this coming year is to have a local pitch competition mm-hmm. um, for them to be able to, before the, you know, of course, they participate in the national, but to have a local pitch competition mm-hmm. and make it huge, just like just like the trade show, make it a big deal, so that people from all over, the more exposure for them, the more is more exposure for Southern Illinois, and maybe someone there that's looking for some individuals to come and work for them or mentor them, and so it'd be a great opportunity for exposure for the program and also for them as individuals. And anytime to be able to, you know, hone your skills, and the more you do a thing, the better you become at it. Right. And mm-hmm. so just giving them that exposure to be able to do that. And so one of the things that I definitely want to do um, this year is to do a a local pitch competition um, to prepare them for the national pitch competition, but also mm-hmm. just to be able to get them. Public speaking is almost, because we're so used with social media now, mm-hmm. with typing and not right. really or looking to a camera, but yeah. public speaking is a, uh, a, a thing that you have to continue to work on. Yeah. Um, and so I definitely want to be able to expose them that to give them, give them those yeah, opportunities. Yeah, we have a generation that doesn't want to make a phone call because they can text, they right? They can text. So mm-hmm. the speaking right, skills. Right, yeah. right. And so to help them in that. Uh, we had the pitch competition winner last year okay. on, on the interview, and I think I thought he was from Perry County, but I thought it was Jackson. Might have been Perry. Alvarado High Alvarado School. High Max. School. 
Max. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, Ismael so Alvarado. Yep. Okay. Ismael Alvarado. Awesome. When she came into the class and helped them get their pitches ready yeah, for the uh, national pitch. Yeah, he was awesome. He was awesome. So you mentioned investors earlier. If, if there's a potential investor listening or a family member that has a high school student or even a high school student listening, I think you've done a great job of sharing the value in this program. But how would you sum that up? Why is it important to invest in youth entrepreneurship? And I yeah. think it's important to be able to do it because especially if we, you know, we, we know where we are in Southern Illinois and what we don't have and what we're missing, but making an investment, making an investment into CEO helps provide, sustain the future of what Southern Illinois, Southern Illinois can be able to look like. And mm-hmm. them knowing that there are people behind me. And I tell them, I said, guys, this program is going on because there are people that believe in you. And they're not just saying it with their mouths, but they're saying it with their pockets. Mm-hmm. And so if they're willing to invest their money that's a big deal. Whatever I put my money into, it has to mean something. And so people are investing their money into this thing. So it's important that we take it seriously, that we go. And you're, not, you're not just making your family proud. You're not just making your school proud, but you're making Southern Illinois proud by what you're doing. And so when individuals invest into it, we are investing into the sustainability of Southern Illinois when it comes to businesses and entrepreneurship um, that can literally change the scope of our region and our area. Good. Well, as we close out this interview, is there anything else you want to share with us that we may have forgotten to ask? No, just want to say thanks again for the opportunity to come and share about CEO. Yeah, you're excellent. We'd love to have have you back over here at Ethos, too. If either your students or yourself and you want to be part of the business classes that we have here, that would be excellent. Absolutely. Love having you here. And uh, so thank you to Christopher Swims. Thank you. He's a CEO facilitator over in Jackson County. And thank you all for being part of the small town big business community, listening and watching our episodes. And thank you to our sponsors, including Arcadia Wealth Group, Black Diamond Harley-Davidson RV, Fowler Heating and Cooling, the Swinford Media Group, Watermark Auto Group Foundation, and also Union Street Arts. If you have any recording photography needs, reach out to Luke O'Neill at Union Street Arts. And don't forget to subscribe uh, on your favorite platform to listen to our podcasts and also on the YouTube channel by searching Small Town Big Business. And again, subscribe for free so you don't miss this episode or any um, upcoming episodes. Absolutely. And Deb, Uh, if they want to reach out to Southern Illinois Now, how do they reach you? Absolutely. So Southern Illinois Now is at southerninillinoisnow.org. We're also on all the social media channels. And you can follow all those great stories that we talked about today and all the great things happening in Southern Illinois. And if you want to know more about Ethos, you can contact me. I'm Russell Williams, and I'm Russell at watermarkethos.org. You can find us on Facebook, Ethos at the Citadel. And uh, we offer training and development for small businesses. We offer co-working spaces. And uh, we want to thank you for joining us again for this episode. I'm Russell Williams. And I'm Deb Barnett. Have a great day.